So we're in the middle of the story of Shmuel, Perak Aleph, Shmuel Aleph, Perak Zayin, the story of David going to the wall. So he's holding in Perak Zayin, Pasuk Lamed Ches. David presents himself to Shaul, and David says, I'm willing to go to fight God, yes, which no one else was willing to do. What was uh, David's reason? So he said he saw that he had uh, a Kaddish Baruch that helped him, give him strength when he needed strength, and therefore he wasn't afraid of God, yes, he was relying on a Kaddish Baruch to help him here too. So Shaul had agreed to let him go, and therefore, now David's going to fight the warrior. So based on that, Shaul wants to give David armor as well. So Pazak Namichah said, Vayalbe Shaul is David, rather. Shaul used his armor to put on King on David. Venasan Kaivan Khashis Al he put the helmet of copper on his head, Vayalbe Shah the Syria Shriyan. And he dressed him in the the body armor, which was Shaul. And then he gave David his sword to wear on top of his armor. Now, the simple shots of the Yael means he wanted to, which would mean he wanted to go. And it doesn't fit with the continuation of the Pasuk, which means because he wasn't experienced with it. Um, so that does explain like the Mitzvahs, which means David tried to walk way down for all the armor, but he couldn't. And therefore, Ki would be back, however. As much as he wanted to walk, but he was with, with, with all the armor he was wearing, he couldn't move. Why? Ki like we'll see. Ki because he wasn't experienced in uh, in wearing armor. The Targum explains it, means not that he wanted to, but he refused to. And therefore, he didn't want to go with all the armor. He said, I'm not used to wearing armor, that's not the way I fight. David I can't walk with the armor. Kiloni Sisi, I'm not accustomed to it. And therefore, David So David takes all the armor off again. And he wants to go to battle without the armor. Now, there are a few points to talk about here. The first one we began to talk about in the last year, and that is, Shal was much bigger than David. As the Pasuk says clearly, that Shal was Meshikha And if that's the case, there was no reason why Shal's armor would fit David. In fact, they shouldn't have put the David. And Chazal said that a nice happened, and when David put on the armor of Shaul, he grew to fit the armor. And that sets of warning bells in Shaul's head, like, what's going on? It's one thing that David is brave and willing to fight, but why is Hashem doing a nice for him, and he's suddenly going to change, like, grow in size to fit the king's armor? And then Shaul starts to suspect, maybe this is a sign that David's meant to be a king. But now there's another question here also. And this is really a halachic question. Lalachi is in the in the Gemara and the it's fastened in the Rambam. And that is, a person is not allowed to use the Tashmishay Melech. A person can't use the utensils of the king. It's considered a lack of respect to the king to use his things. And therefore you can't sit on his throne, and you can't wear his clothing, and you can't use his whatever personal effects he has. It's considered a lack of respect for the king. So much so that even when the king dies, the halachi is if we, we burn all the king's personal items, because it would be a lack of respect for somebody else to use him after the king's death even. And if that's the case, if this is the king's armor, and this is the king's sword, so how could David agree to wear... No, it is the king. But Shal did not. So how could Shal give him the clothing to wear, and David would agree to wear the king's clothing? That's And even if the fact that Shal offered it to him, doesn't really help us. We know that how that is. That a man has to That if a king, so to speak, is willing to forego in his honor, so you're not allowed to do that. So how is Shaul allowed to allow David to wear his clothes? So there are two potential answers. Two ways to answer the question. 
And the one way to answer the question is, if you remember, Goliath's challenge was to Shaul. He said to Shaul, I'm representing the Christian. Shaul, you're the one who's the king of the Jews. Come and fight me. And Shaul didn't want to fight him. Shaul was scared. After the, he lost his Ruach Kavurah from Hashem, Shaul was too scared to fight. And if that's the case, the one option was Shaul was thinking that if, if you dress him up as the king, he'll think it's Shaul. And if that's the case, it would be Ki'ilu that Shaul's going to fight. He would see the person wearing the royal armor, he would think, you know, it's full body armor. He wouldn't see who it was. And if that's the case, this would be really protecting Shaul. And if that's the case, it wouldn't be an affront to the king to wear his clothing. It's rather like, prevent, like making a second, a double, someone who looks like the king. And that way, that will say, spare the king. You know, it's just like, uh, the, the goddess will think, this is a king fighting, when really it's not. And that's the case, it wasn't so covered to David, it was a way to protect Shaul. There would be much to use a king's armor for that. Just like if for some reason the king wanted to hide, and he wanted to make somebody else like an alias, they allow him to use the king's things because he's really protecting the king. So that would be the one explanation. Now the explanation, and this is a question which is discussed, and that is if Shaul held this was because of Nefesh, David's going to fight against God, yes? Well, David needs to be armed. He can't fight without armor. And it seems like there weren't that many full suits of armor in Klai Israel. So Shaul had a suit, but not many other people had, which is why Shaul said, if you're going to go to fight, I need to prote- you, have to have, you have to have the protection. Mm-hmm. And then what is the motive for a king to share his things if it's in the case of Pekah Nefesh? That would be the second explanation, that being as David was willing to fight, <coughs> the man said he needed armor. If that's the case, Shaul was willing to give him his armor to, as a way to protect David from Goliath. Either way around, David tries the armor on, David either physically can't move with it or he decides he doesn't want to use it because, like we said last time, you see Shaul starting to look at him a bit like, strange, he's like, why does my armor fit you? And he decides he's going to go without the armor. Another point here is well. Let me start talking about last time also. And that is, it makes the nace greater. It makes the nace greater. If David would have gone to, to Ganyas also with full body armor, with swords and spears, and will become a jewel or a just or whatever it's going to be, that they were fighting each other as soldier to soldier. So even though the goddess was much more experienced and much stronger, but you know, nevertheless, it looks like a more or less of a battle. Whereas if Dovi's going to go just wearing his regular shepherd's clothes with no armor, so it looks like much more of a nest. And therefore, Hashem had the interest in making the nest that much bigger, which is why he, he didn't want David to go with armies, so therefore David couldn't move with the armor. He had to take it off and he had to go to battle with that. Okay. So why does David take in place of that? And this interesting point is it's not just that just he takes off the armor. He doesn't even take the sword. Which is the biggest hedge. Now maybe he said armor is too unwieldy, it's too heavy, so you, you, you forgo the protection, what are you going to fight with? But he doesn't take the sword either. What did he take instead? He chose five stones from the river, smooth stones. And he, David was dressed like a shepherd, that's what he was used to do. So he had the shepherd's, so to speak, satchel, which you would normally keep food in when he was watching the sheep. That's the clear row, and he puts the stones in that. And then the color, which is the sling, he held in his hand. But what is the point of doing it like that? Goliath never saw that. Goliath just saw the stick. So David comes to battle holding a stick and then with the satchel on his back. But Goliath, because he was inside the satchel. So Goliath would think, you're coming to fight me with a stick. 
and the Higash Lafeshti. Let's say he marches out to fight with holding his stick and with the with the with the sling and the stones. Now there's a there's a question over here. And that is what is David thinking at this stage? What is David thinking? Was David thinking Hashem is gonna do an ace for me and I'm going to kill a goddess with the stone with, with my sling shot? Or was David just waiting for some other nest to happen, he didn't know what it was going to be. What was, the, what was David thinking at this stage? And why am I asking the question? Because Hazar asked the question, why did David need five stones? What, what, what is he trying to do? He's trying to build up an arsenal of weapons that he could shoot one after the next. Well, why, why did he take five? If he thought Hashem was going to do a nest, then one would be enough. So what was the concept, why did he take five? What do you need five for? And Hazar asked the question. Um, and there's a very, inter- there's a very interesting... Um, Chazal, which we'll see in a minute, what the idea of the five stones was. But the Pashtas, it wasn't because David thought this was going to be his stash of ammunition. If he thought he was going to manage the stone, one stone would have been enough. So that's why Chazal gave a, a drash interpretation what was the reason for the five, as we'll see in two minutes, what, as we'll see in the next two second first, what Chazal's reason why they brought in the Midrash, why David took five stones. Either it, it makes sense to bring extra stones. Was he expecting an ace? He wasn't expecting an ace. He wasn't. But I, I missed the, the, the previous couple of shearing, but as I recall, he convinced Shaul to send him, like, uh, Bible Shaul will trust him, you know, but the whole future of the, the, the Jewish nation. So we saw before that he convinced him. I fought a wolf, and I fought off a bear, and a lion, you know, right. And a lion, right, with, with my sling. With my hands. With his hands. As you said before. Uh-huh. He used his hands to tell him about now, armies employed archers and slingshot guys. So why did, why is it a given that David thought it would be a mess? Maybe he uses his talent of using a slingshot. Because Goliath was fully armed. You don't need armor. The slingshot guys. Goliath was armed. Yeah. Well, so what's the stone going to do? It's going to hit him in the eye. So we'll see what happens when nice happened. I, I know what they said, but, yeah. but still, what's, what's going through David's mind is he'll, he'll get him. He'll get him through the eye, maybe one of his unprotected parts of his body. So we'll see what David's going to talk. David's going to talk about what's going through his mind. And he says like this, David. So the Pishti sees the Jewish soldiers walking towards him. Okay, so this is his opponent. So he starts moving too. He was enormous. He also had, remember, he had his weapon carrier. So he's first carrying the shield in front of him, and then Goliath with his full body armor walking forward. And he comes close and he sees who is his opponent, who is standing on the other side. He looks, and he sees his body with a stick. So he mocks him. He looked like a boy, he looked like he was still very young. He had red hair. In your fame, that's what it says about David before. He was described as Admoni, having red hair, with which he was good looking. And the obvious question is, what's it going to do with the story? If you understand that when you first introduced to David, you only told me you looked at, we say, but now we're talking about how the Pishti sees him, why would that make a difference how the Pishti sees him, how he looked, and what color his hair was? Why would that, make a, why would that be something which is important for David to see? So tell us, we'll see. So, what has, so how does Goliath react? This is the person he sent to oppose me. I am a Pishti of David. So Pishti says to David, Am I a dog? Is he coming to fight me with a stick? 
Jesus takes the, the dog. I'm not a dog. Right. A stick is used to hit the dog. So the dog says, what, you think I'm a dog? You come with me with a stick. By a cradle of fish, it's David by Laika. And the fish was Makarel David in front of and Laika Hashem. In other words, what was the what was the cradle? So unfortunately, us, basically we, that he, he said like, do you think you're stronger than me? Like you have a chance against with your stick. And even if you're going to run Hashem, you think he can fight with me? Either? That was the same cradle uh, that or the same uh, uh, words that the fish always said. So the fish says to David, come to me. And I'll leave your carcass for the animals, the birds and the animals of the field to eat. Now, there were three, once again, we were saw previously that Goliath, like we said, was always a little bit hesitant with what he did. Now we see over here three things which Goliath said wrong, which David obviously realizes. The first point is, the most blatant one, which is the last point, which the unfortunate point out. Now she says that as well. He said, I'll give your body to the birds of the sky and the behemoths of Sodom. Behemoths of Sodom mean the domestic animals. The sheep and the cows, those are the behemoths. Those are the behemoths. They don't eat meat. So it wouldn't make sense to say, I'm going to kill you and leave your body for the behemoths to eat. They don't eat meat. Maybe the birds of the sky, they are birds that eat carry them. They are vultures and things like that. But... The Bahamas always doesn't make sense. So that was the first thing I just said wrong. I got your points out over here. The second point he said wrong, and I'll remind you of uh, what we saw previously. When Yonason went to fight the Mats of Aplishtim, the people of Kimaka. So Yonason was by himself against the whole army of Aplishtim. And he said to his weapon bearer, he said, let's look for a sign if you're going to be successful or not. And what's the sign going to be? If the Aplishtim said, come to us, then that's the sign which meant we went to go and fight. If the Christians said, we're coming to you, that means we're being attacked. And therefore, that was a sign which David saw you also. The Christians didn't say, I'm coming to you. The Christians says, L'chai come to me. Which is inviting him to attack him. So David saw also as a simon that he was meant to attack the Tishti. The Zach is in Genesis, like we saw previously. If you want the reference, as in Perak, Yedar al-Pasuk Come to us, then Valino will go. Can the son of Hashem be Adain? That's the sign. They're going to say, You wait until we come to you. That means no, they're going to attack us. But they're going to say, Come fight. Come to come attack us. So then that's a sign we meant to attack. And exactly what the Bishop said also. You come to me. So saw David saw that a sign that uh, he, was, he was going to be attacked, that he was meant to attack. Now, the, the other point is when the pledge says, Am I a dog? Yeah, obviously, he meant it as a, as a question with a hey, Am I a dog? You could, that you, you're coming, that you're coming to fight me to stick. But the way David understood it, and that is, uh, we see lots of times, where well, that is, In other words, to, to give himself the title is bad, and he's, he's branding himself. Even though he didn't mean it like that, but he's he's calling himself I'm a dog. He didn't mean there's a question, but there's a certain element of a person talking, so to speak, about his own weakness. And if a dog is someone that also, like the Gemara Rashi brings up here, 
Yeah, he's lost his mind. He's not. Uh, he's, he himself is showing his weakness in whatever way it's going to be. In other words, if a person was strong, they wouldn't even have to ask the question, "What am I a dog?" It's it's uh, it's very demeaning to do that. It's, uh, if a, if a person was willing to uh, demean himself in such a way, then it's a certain admission that he deserves it. That's uh, <coughs> so. That's what David saw. The mistakes that that God has made in his speech. Now David answers him back, and now we see what David is thinking. Ayami David So David responds, and he says, You coming to fight with me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, or dance? Whereas I'm coming to fight you in the name of Hashem, who is the, the charge of the camps of Israel, who you who you're insulting. In other words, not just what am I coming to fight with, what am I relying on? So he told God, you're relying on your weapon. I'm relying on Hashem. And therefore, if I'm relying on Hashem, I'm saying, Today Hashem is going to give you into my hands. I'm going to strike you down. And I'm going to remove your head. And then not just you, but then as a result of that, all the camp of the Christians are all going to get killed. Because that was the deal. In other words, whoever loses the battle, so then there's losers on behalf of the army. And then he says, David says, I'm going to leave the corpses of all the Pishtim. For now you see, he says the right. He says the highest for the wild animals. Because the wild animals will eat meat. So David says, You threatened me that you have weapons. I'm telling you, I'm fighting with Hashem. And Mimela, uh, Hashem is going to give you into my hand. It's like Gerach Hashem biyadi, and the reason, the reason for that is because the whole world will know the Kiesha that came to Israel. Hashem is protecting the Jewish people, and what's more important, that's for the whole world. The whole, everyone is watching me, which means all the Jewish people. They'll see. Kilei bechareva bechalins yeshia Hashem. Kilei Hashem amelcham v'nasan eschem biyadim. That a person doesn't need a sword or a spear for Hashem to save him. Because Hashem finds without that and give it into our hands. And now David is explaining why he came with the stick. The greatest question was like, you can't fight with the stick. Like, that's are you real? That's not the way fight a battle. And David's answer is that I want everyone to see that Hashem doesn't need swords to win a battle. And Hashem doesn't need a person to have a sword to win. So I'm coming back without a sword. So that you can see, this is that, that way people will see that Hashem can fight a battle without a sword too. So that's David's answer to Godless. <coughs> so, the obvious question would be, if you fight him without a sword, so then the first part of David doesn't make sense. And that is, David says, I can hit you. He has a stick. So maybe the first I can hit you with a stick. But he says, I'm going to take your head off. Well, how exactly you intend to do it without a sword? With a stick. That's, uh, that doesn't make sense to him. We'll see. David carried this out. We'll see what he did. But uh, well, that's exactly the point David wanted to to, to point out to God. Yes, and that is, if I'm fighting B'Shem Hashem and Hashem doesn't need swords, I can kill you with, 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 with something which needs a sword without a sword too. Because Yeshua came to Israel. That's uh, David's response to, to, to God. Yes, and that's the other point. We see that David remembers the, the the point that the battle wasn't just between him and Goliath. It would have, have a, a, a ramifications for the whole Plishti army. 
right, Goliath, the people, he down and he laid down the condition. So whoever wins the battle, so that means the army loses too. Uh, whoever loses the battle, the army loses too. David, Goliath forgot about that. When he says to David, I'm going to kill you. He forgot about the Jewish army. David says, no, I'm going to fight you and all the other Pishtim as well. Why does he have to fight the other Pishtim? And all the Pishtim. But he said, did he give the carcasses of the camp? Because Why did he kill the Pishtim? They're working slaves, so they're defeated. So once they're defeated, he's going to kill them. You have to kill them? That's what he wants to do. Were they going to line up to be killed? Well, that's, well not exactly how it happened, but we'll see. Once they're defeated, he's going to kill them. And so David said, it's not just you, I'm going to kill the whole Pishtim camp too. The last question we asked before. Five, five stones. So the Midrash is an amazing thing. The Midrash says that David's intention to take the five stones, he said, one for Hashem, one for Aaron, and one and three for the Ovis. Wow. What does it mean to me? So the answer is, it's an interesting point. David held that Goliath was high of skill. High of for five reasons. And if that's the case, the stones are skidder. You stones on stones. So he took five stones because he held there were five reasons that he was high of skidder. Mm-hmm. Number one, he held he was high of skidder for being Mechayef. First thing Hashem. The dinner of Mechayef Hashem is high of skidder. That, that, that was one stone, one for Hashem. What is Mechayef Neged Hashem is high of skidder for that. And the second point, um, the Kneged the Iron Coin. Because Aaron said, I'm a God of them. Aaron was oh, no longer that. He said, Be'etem, God, yes, we saw before, was the one who killed Chafni and Pinchas. It was the two coining, mm-hmm. the great grandsons of Aaron. So, Aaron, Aaron could have been a God of them. You killed my great grandchildren. You deserve to get killed too. So, David said, Once done for Aaron, I'm being God of them for Aaron. For what God just did, that he killed the coining, Chafni and Pinchas, a long time before. But he's not a God of them. He wasn't a God of them. He said, One for Aaron. Really, Aaron should be the God of them. So I'm taking stone for him. That this is to pay to, to do what pay back, so to speak, his, the debt he has to Aaron. And what three connected all this? So that was you saw before. That Goliath's intention was to, like we said, every time he said Shema, that's when he came to interfere with him. Goliath's intention was to uh, to disrupt the Jewish people's keeping the mitzvahs. And if that's the case, and this is an interesting point, is the obvious one that I know here. The obviously were the ones who set up Klai Yisrael, the, the ones who were the creators of Klai Yisrael, the forebears of Klai Yisrael. So if you're trying to destroy the Jewish people, so the way of a time on you. So connected what his uh, intention to destroy Klai Yisrael, so then there was a certain kinder from the obvious also. And we see other times also. But when someone tries to get up to fight the Jewish people, the obvious come to defend them. You're trying to destroy our children. And therefore, since Goliath was also coming to, to destroy Klai Yisrael, so then the source of the obvious was also going to stand against that. As he took three stones, can I get the obvious? Those would be the different things. And he, he put all five in the... So he put all five into his, into his satchel. The master only used one. Right. Why? That was one, can I get the shem? He didn't need to get anything else. Oh, that's what he says to him. When he says a speech to him, he says, I'm going to fight you because of Yehudu should have be Israel. They are fighting for Hashem. So he didn't need the other stones. He had them because there was a there was a time against Goliath from them yeah. as well, but the master didn't need more than one because... If you're standing up for Kochimai, that's been up to him. I didn't know that he was 